0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Major Life Podcast. I'm Alex Traeger. There is just so much going on in my life sometimes that I feel like this podcast, for one, is just a great way for me to keep tabs on it all. I mean, a lot of times you'll hear when people go through like a spiritual awakening or a transformation like this that if they had one wish, it would be for a better memory because it's so true. There's just so much that happens, so much that changes, so many like little magical events or synchronicities and stuff. And it's just impossible to keep track of it all, to remember it all. But a part of me just gets so sentimental and it's something that I wish I could remember every single detail, but I try to write down as much as I possibly can. I try to journal every day. So as to remember um, things better. I mean, also, I'd like to add that I have the worst memory in like the world. It's something that I've struggled with for a while. And I don't know, there's just something about my memory that I, I can't seem to remember anything. But I'm trying my best to work on that, to write things down and to remember, especially this time in my life, because I know it's so transformative and maybe things will kind of settle down and I integrate more into just a regular way of being. But 2019, man, it's been a year of complete overhaul and change. And I know a lot of you can probably resonate with that, but I was just reflecting on how amazing this podcast has been for me, even if it weren't to get to anyone's ears. It's kind of just like my audio journal in a way, because sometimes writing can get very tiring for my hand. And so just being able to record and remember, and I know that it'll be something that I can look back on and listen to these episodes and remember this time in my life and If you are going through a transformation, writing things down, recording things, whether that is through literally writing in a journal or through, you know, I don't know, recording your voice or starting a podcast or whatever it is, is so, so healing and so great to do because you learn so much from it. Even some of the journal entries that I found from years ago, I when I wasn't on a spiritual path and I I read some journal entries where I wasn't really consistent with writing, but when I was like at really low points and I decided to take out a journal and reading those entries were just so healing for me and also so insightful because I saw that I had this within me already, but it was just, kind of lying dormant inside. I saw myself trying to process events in this way and trying to heal from whatever experiences I was going through. And so I can only just imagine that in the future, whatever happens in my life, that it will still have that same effect, being able to go back and listen to these episodes, to remember the lessons, especially if I find myself kind of falling off the wagon in any way or kind of falling off of my path to just get right back on it. But I just want to say that, yeah, it's been so awesome to be able to speak to you guys in this way, but also speak to myself, which is so huge. Of course, this whole path is just about connecting back to yourself, connecting back to your soul, which is what I believe is our job here in life is to connect to our souls to remember our true nature and to start to live in that and start to live by that and truly nothing will bring you more happiness than that because if you're living in alignment with your soul then there's nothing but good that can come from it I mean, like I said, this whole summer has been kind of a whirlwind and it's easy to lose sight of the bigger picture, to want to keep going and charging forward, especially for someone like me who likes to just charge forward. I'm a Taurus, so I've got a little bit of that stubbornness within me, but I think it's been really important for me to always remember to slow down, to take a step back, and to look at the bigger picture. Look at it from a higher view, whatever experience you're going through. There is so much work that I have done, and I've come so far personally in my personal growth and transformation, my healing work. This whole summer has been, like I said, just completely transformative. And when you just keep charging forward, not only do you kind of run the risk of just getting lost in what you're doing and starting to maybe be overwhelmed or overcome by the work you're doing, but you also lose out on an opportunity to pat yourself on the back, to recognize how far you've come and to just let yourself be proud of yourself for a minute especially when you are introducing like manifestation work and intentions into your daily practice, it's easy to just get kind of caught up in that and to start to put all of your attention and focus onto that and then to start noticing what isn't working and then to start kind of obsessing about that. So a few weeks ago, I found myself in this energy. I was just feeling so stuck. And my conscious mind was like, I am doing all of this work. I have given up so much in my life. I've completely changed my life. I have done this healing work. I've allowed this space and I am waiting here and nothing. And as I started to focus on that nothing, that nothing feeling stuck. And it's almost impossible to take your focus off of that. And of course, if you know anything about the law of attraction, when you start focusing on something with that energy, you will just attract more of it. So being in this negative energy of lack and focusing so hard on these things that I desired was adding a ton of resistance. And I found myself just unable to let go. And it's funny because this wasn't conscious. This was just everything that was bubbling under the surface that I wasn't ready to look at. And just a few weeks ago, like I said, I started to notice that hey, I am stuck, and of course, there is nothing that I can do outside of myself. There is nobody I can change. There is no circumstance I can change. I can't control the universe. I can't control divine timing. What can I control? I can control me. I can control my energy. So I started to look at where I was out of alignment, and I saw... Where my heels were so dug into the ground. So, one of my intentions on this list was that I would move to a new modern apartment in Los Angeles by November. It is November 7th. I am not moving anytime soon, let me tell ya. But there is a big lesson in this story, at least that I learned. So, I wanted to share it. So, basically, I live in an apartment in Los Angeles. I moved into this apartment about three years ago. I live alone. It honestly was a complete manifestation of mine, even though I was totally unaware of it at the time. I mean, I wanted to live alone, but never thought I could afford it. Wasn't really intending to live alone because, again, I didn't think I could afford it with the insane Los Angeles rent prices. But I went to the street that I live on and I was going to check out a little apartment actually across the street from where I live right now. But I saw this tiny little apartment in this big building It was a studio apartment and it was so, so small, so dark. I remember that I could literally smell everyone's dinners and it was just not, not a good vibe at all. And I would much rather just live with a roommate in a bigger place than to live alone in this tiny little dungeon. And... So I was like, no, this isn't for me. And we left that apartment, and right across the street, there was a little sign at this little apartment complex. And I walked across, called the phone number. The landlord let me in right away. He said, You're the first person to call. I put the sign up just now. And if you want it, it's yours. And I walked into the most beautiful, open, light, pretty spacious, surprisingly, one bedroom, not even a studio apartment. And I said, I'll take it. It was completely in my price range. Seriously, it's unheard of, especially on this street, an apartment like this. So I was like, "Okay, I'm staying and I am not leaving for good. This is it. This is where I'm gonna die, you know? Um, So I've been in this apartment for, like I said, three years now and just a few months ago, I started to feel unhappy in my own apartment. I started to notice what was wrong with it. I mean, as spacious and open as it is, it is very old, so there's no updated appliances like a dishwasher or a washer dryer. And, you know, the draining is slow and they started doing construction in the garage, which was really frustrating, especially when I started to work from home. And so I started to just see everything wrong with it. And when I started on this spiritual path and started practicing, you know, intention and manifestation and law of attraction, I wrote down that I wanted to move into a more modern apartment in Los Angeles. So I set that intention. And like I said, I've been working with the same list of intentions for months. And when I started to step back and realize again, just a few weeks ago, where I was still stuck, why I felt like I wasn't moving forward. I decided to take a good, long, hard, honest look at the energy I was bringing into the situation. And when I got really honest with myself, I saw this low vibe feeling of negativity and lack and the complete opposite of gratitude and joy and love and acceptance that we all should be, need to be living in, in order to literally construct the lives of our dreams. So I was like, that's it. I am changing this attitude. I need to turn this around And I need to stop focusing on what I don't have, what I want, and start focusing on what I do have. And if that means I need to give my apartment a complete overhaul, then that's what it means. So I decided that I was going to start loving my apartment again. I was going to bring this energy of just complete appreciation and gratitude and acceptance for this amazing apartment that was, again, like a complete dream come true just three years ago when I never even anticipated being able to live alone. It's so easy to lose sight of that. It was so easy to lose sight of that because I completely did. I lost this magic that this apartment is. So I cleaned. I didn't just clean. I cleaned, like Marie Kondo, the shit out of my apartment. I got rid of a ton of stuff. I, you know, vacuumed and Swiffered and dusted every corner and Windexed every window and bought new, you know, furniture. I made myself a little desk corner. I got organized. I threw shit out that I didn't need. I rearranged stuff. I made myself a little sacred space. I brought in candles. I, you know, bought plants and opened the windows. And I completely changed it all. Not for the purpose of me bringing this intention to life. This manifestation of getting a new apartment just for the purpose of me being able to be happy and enjoy right now. And that is such a huge lesson because that is what it's all about. Any manifestation, anything that you could ever desire or want, you first must practice being happy now, accepting where you are now, loving where you are now. Because happiness is not something we need to be yearning for. It's not something you need to be chasing for in something. Because you will be chasing your whole life. Look at these people who are at the top. They have millions of dollars. They have houses and boats and cars. And they are miserable. It's because they're filling up their voids with these monetary things, with this status And that will never bring you peace or happiness, maybe for a moment, but it will be fleeting. So it's not until you do this work to connect back to your soul, like I was talking about before, our true mission in life is just to live out our soul's purpose. And that is what will bring you happiness. But connecting to my soul and then realizing that happiness is my choice right now, wherever I am, whatever circumstance I am in, in my life, be happy now. That's a choice I have. And not even with just this intention of moving apartments, but with all of my intentions, I realized that by reciting them every day, by looking at them every day, by writing them down and saying them out loud, I was still living in this future. I was still giving away my happiness to something outside of myself that would change in order to make me happier. And it was hard to look at that and realize where I was still being stuck, where I was still being stubborn. Because if you are stuck, there is something inside you that is stuck. There is somewhere inside that you are digging your heels in, that you're clinging And until you look at it and let that go to release it, you're gonna continue to play out this pattern of feeling really stuck. So to shift your energy, you have to start looking at what is working. Okay, so my apartment is old. My apartment doesn't have great training. My apartment doesn't have a personal washer dryer. And the communal one keeps breaking. And there's construction. But what does my apartment have? My apartment is super affordable on a beautiful street with tons of hiking around. It's spacious. My apartment has light. My apartment is my own. My apartment it puts a roof over my head. Even the simplest things. Start to focus on those aspects and it will completely transform. I mean, now I kind of look back at this list of intentions and I kind of laugh because I was like, oh my God, I already have this. I already have this beautiful, amazing sanctuary apartment and I just needed to see it. Even if you're trying to manifest something like a partnership or love, I mean, the most important part of that is realizing that you already have it. You already have love inside of you. And if you live in that, if you feel it every single day, if you allow yourself to be happy now without yearning for someone else to make you happy, that is exactly what will bring you that partnership that you want, that equal partnership, that interdependent partnership rather than codependent partnership, which unfortunately so many people are in. So even with just this manifestation of my apartment, which now I believe totally manifested for me because I am happier than I have been in so long in my apartment. It feels like brand new just because I gave it this uplift that it needed, this facelift. And this new energy that it's brought in is is real. And I feel it every day. I feel so happy to wake up and I feel so happy to go into my little tiny office corner that I made for myself and get work done. I feel so happy to water and talk to my plants. I feel so happy to cook in my kitchen. Nothing about my apartment has changed. I mean, my drain still really clogs in the bathroom, but I don't notice it as much. Genuinely, I don't care because I'm in alignment. I have this really positive energy that I have decided to foster because I'm choosing happiness now. I'm choosing acceptance now. I'm choosing to see the good in what I already have and being so grateful for that. And not even that I wasn't grateful before, but when I was still needing something more and yearning for something more, I was really losing sight of what I already had. And this energy, no matter where you apply it, is what can change your life. Because guess what? When I changed my energy, when I shifted into alignment about my apartment, The construction ended. The communal washer and dryer was replaced with a new one. My landlord decided to hire property management that is going to fix the plumbing. All of these huge changes just out of the blue, like magic. I mean, my apartment is just a small example, but I've started to take this lesson and apply it everywhere and see how many aspects I can you know, shift, how much I can shift. And then you start to recognize how truly powerful you are as a being, how truly powerful your energy is. Because consciously, if you know these rules, consciously, if you know how you're supposed to act, what you're supposed to do, that can only get you so far. It's about this subconscious energy that you're bringing to it. And that is what takes some work. I mean, you can't just shift overnight. You have to do the work. You have to really dedicate yourself to that energy. So maintaining my high vibe energy is so much more than just being grateful, but it's you know going outdoors, being in nature, meditation, of course, exercising, yoga, saying no, having boundaries, focusing on what lights me up work-wise and doing more of that and just practicing the self-care, all of these different aspects that go into maintaining this good vibe. But that work that I was telling you where I was like stuck in my manifestations where I felt like I wasn't making any progress and I was like, I'm doing this work. I am doing it. See, I am doing it. But where was I doing this work not to feel good, not for me solely, but because I wanted to force these changes, these big manifestations out of lack. And you really can't pull one over on the universe. You can pull one over on other people. You can pull one over on yourself, believe me. But the universe knows what you're doing. And you just have to be willing to get really honest with yourself about that. And... Again, it was just doing this inner reflection and realizing that I was still living outside of myself. I was still looking for these external things to make me happy. And not to say that I've let all of that go. We can still have desires. That's the point. Actually, I think having desires in many ways is the universe's way to get us to do the work. I mean, when you know what you can have, when you know what's possible for you, Then you're like, okay, what do I need to do? But it wasn't until I decided that I wanted to do this work solely just so I would be happy and feel good in my everyday life. And right now, regardless if these manifestations come to fruition or not, I mean, that was such an important shift and it has been so incredible to feel. I mean, even in my own life, I am so, so much happier than I have been in a long time. And I mean, they always say like you'll have ups and downs. And the lower you go, the deeper you go, the higher you can go too. So I am riding this wave of feeling really good right now for as long as I can milk it. But it's so interesting to me, just the energetics of it, just shifting your attitude towards what you already have. How can you see it as a good thing? If if it's not such a good thing, if it's something that's a challenge, maybe just shifting it to what can I gain from this? What can I learn? How can I use this challenge as an advantage to maybe find some personal growth? And there, that is the energy that you can cling on to. It doesn't have to be sunshine and rainbows and positivity all the time, but it can just be about learning and growth because that is so important as well. So whether or not that manifestation of a new modern apartment comes to fruition or not, it doesn't matter because I'm happy now. I don't need it anymore. And that is where the magic lies. That is the shift between needing and desiring. It's a paradox. Once you don't need something, once you detach from the outcome, once you accept, once you're happy with where you are, then the universe will bring you what you want. Or better... Because the universe can't have you needing anything. It can't have you dependent on anything outside of yourself for happiness because what happens when that thing goes away? It doesn't want to reinforce the behavior of working super hard and being super stressed out and desiring something and then getting it. It wants to reinforce the behavior of letting it go, of relaxing, of just feeling good and being willing and open to receive effortlessly. So even with other manifestations, like I said, whether you're trying to call in a partner or love, how can you recognize where it's actually really amazing that you are single right now, that you are alone, and that you have time for yourself, for personal growth, for fostering your independence, for loving yourself, for cultivating self-love, which is so important. Because I recognize that if you actually do this work, if you start to shift into this positive mindset, if you focus on self-love, if you decide that you are going to, as Emma Watson so amazingly said this week, I think it was, she prefers to call herself self-partnered rather than single. And I think that is so awesome. I mean, I think it kind of was like a meme, but I think it's so true. I mean, because there's such a connotation, there's such an energy, a negative energy around the word single. I mean, even when you say it, you're like, ugh, single, like you roll your eyes. But once you kind of shift it, whether that's by calling yourself self-partnered or just feeling that energy of being self-partnered, Then you shift out of that energy, that negativity, and you start to recognize how amazing being self-partnered is for personal growth, for being independent, for getting this rare opportunity to live life for just you. It's easy to see other people and think that they have it all and to yearn for what other people have and to get into that really negative space, that negative energy, negative mindset. But the grass is truly not greener anywhere else. You need to start watering the grass that you're standing on and turn that grass bright-ass green. And boom, that right there will change your life in an instant. If you feel stuck, the only person that can change that is you. And you have all the power to change it. I mean, just imagine how frustrating it is when you try to control everybody outside of you, and you try to control the experiences that you're having, and you try to make sure this doesn't go wrong, and that doesn't go wrong, and they don't say the wrong thing. You are going to exhaust yourself by trying to control all these outward, external circumstances that you really have no control over in the first place. That is just an illusion. And you're running yourself into the ground by believing that you can have any control over that. The only thing, the only thing that you can control is your own energy, your own vibration. And you should want to do that work just because it feels so good to be happy, to finally release all of that resistance that you've been holding on to. It felt so good to just breathe out instead of continually breathing in. And once I did, I immediately felt better. Things started to shift immediately. It all starts within you. And the work that you do is not to change anything or anyone or any circumstance outside of you. It's just to change you because as within, as without. Is that what it is? As within, so without? I don't know. Whatever. Whatever is inside of you will be reflected back to you. So just doing that inner work, just doing that shift within yourself, focusing on that, it's enough. It's more than enough. And if everyone just focused a little more on their own personal happiness, if everyone focused on their personal work, if everyone focused just on raising their own vibration, the world would be in such a better place. And that is the truth. But changing your own internal energy, your own vibration can't not affect the outside. Don't do the work to change it. That's a little manipulative. And again, you can't pull one over on the universe. Do it just to feel good, but also know that your circumstances, your experiences will change because you will start to demand that the universe reflect back whatever it is you're feeling. And if you're feeling really good, you're going to be seeing a lot of good pop up in your life. I realized the truth of why I was doing this work, why this work was necessary, what the purpose of this work is. Like doing all the shadow work, this healing work, it's not just to like heal. I mean, of course it is, but a lot of it just goes back to healing so that you are able to stay in a high vibration and feel really good. You're doing this healing work. You're looking at your triggers. You are looking at your trauma and healing from your trauma so that it doesn't come back and affect you. Because of course, if you have unresolved trauma, unhealed trauma, it will continue to play out in patterns for the rest of your life until you decide to heal it and look at it. And I know trauma is like a big scary word, but truly I believe we all have trauma. It can be something as small as a little thing that happened to you in childhood that you've carried or you know, some really big traumatic event. but when you don't give it the attention and you don't allow it to be healed, then it will continue to be carried in your body as a burden. It was so interesting when I started to look at these patterns in my life, and that was a huge part of my spiritual awakening was noticing these patterns that I was playing out and engaging in. So doing this healing work, recognizing that I was out of alignment, that I was engaging in patterns that were toxic, that I was continually faced with the same lesson and playing out the same trauma over and over and over and engaging in these repeating patterns in my life until I was ready to see it. Following that to find where in my body this trauma was kept, what experiences that I was still holding on to from my life or maybe even past lives or beyond. And then to do that work to heal it all just goes back to being able to live life in alignment with the truth of who I am, letting this baggage go so that I can raise my vibration even higher and, again, start to attract all that I desire into my life. To get into this receiving mode where I allow everything that the universe wants to give me in. Truthfully, it's supposed to be effortless. It's so interesting to know that the work of manifestation is not about... Creating your desires. Your desires already exist. It's about aligning with the vibration of your desires. Because you can have it all. And you should have it all. And you should feel good while you get it all. And also, just let me note that it's always important to keep an open mind as well. Because the universe may have even bigger and better plans for you than you could even dream of. Again, there's just an important distinction between needing and desiring. There is a very fine line, a very delicate balance. And it's hard. It's hard to walk that line. I know it myself, and I'm still practicing. And I'm sure there's going to be times where I fall off again, and I realize, oh my god, I am still looking for these external sources of happiness. Where do I need to shift again? Having these desires is so human and so okay and so necessary. It's not to say that you have to be completely at peace with everything going on in your life and you can't want to change anything. Of course, the reason we do this work is to, you know, attract better, to attract more. And you're so justified to want that, to want more. And the universe wants to give it to you, but... First, you have to learn. First, you have to put in the work. First, you have to shift your energy. And it's kind of crazy because it's like, oh, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? How do I do this? You kind of stress yourself out over it when really all the universe wants you to do, the work is truly just about relaxing, having more fun, playing more, feeling good, doing what you love. So it's not really work at all. It's literally like the opposite of work. It's just feeling good. But of course, we call it work because we're not used to feeling so good. We're not used to dedicating our life to feeling good, unfortunately. I mean, look at the levels of stress that everyone is under, whether it be work, family, relationships. It's like the opposite of feeling good. It's like life is so hard. And you have to struggle and face challenges and be sad when, no, of course challenges will always come your way. But once you shift your energy and focus and dedicate your life to feeling good, dedicate your life to being in alignment, living in alignment with your soul and your purpose, having more fun, then you can take on anything. And you know that you can maintain your positive vibration. You know that you can maintain your happiness because you know the truth of who you are. And you know that the universe has your back. And there is no better, more magical, more wonderful, more shining, more amazing, more incredible, running out of adjectives, feeling than that. So do the work. Look at where it is you feel stuck. Look at where it is you feel frustrated or annoyed or sad or angry and decide to make this shift within yourself. You can make that decision right now. And you don't need anything or anyone to change to do it. Okay, that is it for me this week. I hope that helped you if you are in this energy of stuckness. And if you like this episode or this podcast in general, I would so love it if you could leave me a review in the iTunes store. I so appreciate it. And... I hope you have a wonderful day. Major out.